0: To what we like, we're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each
1: week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. be petty because I have a petty spirit. So, if
0: my petty spirit is live and well, I
1: definitely
0: <laughs> recommend. I feel like it's my thing. Right. And I'm able to post what I want to post. I live my life unapologetically. I do.
1: Hey, Sonya. Hey,
0: Cindy. How are you? Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing marvelous. I love the <laughs> sunny days, the hot weather. And yes, I said hot weather because I have moved and I am in a warmer climate right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I was wondering how that was going to work out for you. I... I got up and I was ready to do my walk and it was 80 degrees at 8 a.m. So I'm going to try it late this evening before it gets dark out. But yeah, we're looking at mid 90s today. So I was wondering how you were faring with the hot, hot weather.
1: Oh, girl, I am loving it. Like. I'm not complaining. Other people like, "Oh my gosh, it's so hot outside. Oh, yes. I'm sweating." I'm like, "Is it really? Cuz I'm rolling my windows down. I'm letting the air um flow through my fro like I am I am loving okay. it. I'm not We're complaining."
0: Gonna see how long that's going to last? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what that's what my um my manager said. She was like, Okay, check back with me um in mid July and see how um how you letting this wind throw uh flow through your fro. See how that works out for you cause it's gonna right. get nice and hot. But I'm okay with it. Like, I'm I'm just fine with it. So, no complaints here. I even have been going out walking the dog at 5 o'clock when it's like 99 degrees. Really? Walking the dog around the hotel because you know I'm still homeless. So, <laughs> walking the dog around the hotel. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, so, I might even get some walks in. There's like a... A street that nobody travels on around the hotel, so I might walk up and down that street and get some steps in. I found I my think Fitbit. You should. Good. Yes, I found my Fitbit, so I'm 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 probably gonna try to ease back into that. And at my job, they have a full gym that we nice. get to use free, and we can use it on the weekends too. Oh, so. really? Yeah, so, and they're open till like 9 o'clock during the week and like till 5 on the weekend. So, you know, I don't have any excuses is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, you could definitely, <laughs> t- definitely take advantage of that.
1: Yeah, so once I get settled, I just want to get a house so I can come home and take a shower in my house you know, that kind of thing. So maybe next week I'll start that when my homelessness is over. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> so I um, for car chatter, I, I don't know if you saw it or not. I'm pretty sure you did. But I saw when I came home yesterday that there was a, a shooting at like a Municipal building or, or something or state building or something in Virginia, in Virginia Beach. And like 11 yeah. people were killed.
0: I, I saw that. And I looked this morning and it's been updated. 12 now have passed. And it was a employee of the city, public, public works department. And the person had worked there for fifteen years, and all but one of the twelve dead were city employees.
1: Wow. I mean, what what would drive someone to want to hurt an innocent person? like somebody didn't didn't have anything to do with your issue, like whether you were whatever you were mad about. and who knows if we'll even ever find out. Why this yeah, person really did what they did. The
0: last I saw, there was no, at least no motive was given. I don't know if they don't know yet or they're just still in, well, they're obviously still in the investigation process, but there was no motive put out there as to why. I don't know if the person was recently separated from the company, terminated or left, or if there was some issues or disagreements within the one I have no idea what caused it, but it affects so many different things from the people that have lost their lives and their families and everything that they have to do to, to cope. And all the way on the other end, not so important, but still has to be dealt with, a job has lost 12 or 11 employees. That they have to figure out a way how to come from that. And and obviously, that's not the thing that's at the forefront of our minds. But when something like that happens, it's just so far-reaching. And it affects so many different
1: things. And think how many other employees that they will lose on top of those 11 employees. How many other employees that will be lost because I can't go back to work there. You know, so right. I mean, because I know I would have a fear of, especially if I was right there, you know, in the mix of it all. I would, you know, I would think twice about going back there. I mean, what are the odds that it would happen again? But I still, that would be traumatizing. So oh, think I of agree. the other employees, you know, that that they will lose or that this will change like you said change people's lives behind that you know so um definitely it's it's tragic all the way around I just those people should if you're having those kind of issues either talk to somebody or if you're to the point where you you want it all to end then do you you don't have to take innocent right. people out like right. Do yourself, you know, you don't have to take other people out, innocent people that have nothing to do with whatever you're upset about, you didn't get paid or you feel like you were whatever, do do you and and be done with it and don't involve other people because I'm sure a lot of these people had kids, grandkids, husbands, wives, you know, and all of these people are affected, you know, think how that will change so many people. It's just sad. But what's really even more sad about that situation is how numb we are to that kind of stuff just because we hear it so much. Like, you know, at least once a month we hear something about a shooting. So we're like, oh, well, there was another shooting and then we move on to whatever else.
0: When I first heard it, I was thinking, oh, wow, another... School shooting, possibly, but I didn't rush to read this story because again, like you said, it's something that is not so much of a shock value anymore. It's almost like we halfway expect it, so when it happens, we're like, "Okay, it happened again, and that's not right. good at all
1: no it's it's pretty sad that we're we're like that. You know, we're a society where we're almost numb to it because I remember a time when there were shootings like this where it was on the news for hours and days and we talked about it and everybody was nervous and it was just such a sad situation. Now we're like, oh, well, that's sad. Pray for the families and then we move on with life, you know, so pretty sad, but. You know, praying for all the families that are involved. And, you know, it's just a tragic, tragic situation. So, but I thought we could move right into this week's topic. So I saw something and I am, I have a friend who's dealing with this situation. So I thought it would be good to talk about. So it says, if a friend betrays you one time does that mean the friendship is over and betrays is kind of a strong word I would say disappoint or let you down yeah that's 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 pretty strong so I would say disappoint or let you down or something like that is the friendship over
0: well, I think that one depends on the level of the friendship and the level of the disappointment or the betrayal. Because when you said right. initially, you said betrayal, then it's like, okay, depending on that betrayal, yes, it's over. No no, no questions about it. No thinking about right. it. But then when you, I'll say downgraded the word to disappointment, Well, you know, life is full of disappointment. So if you're disappointed, do you automatically cut off the friendship? No, not necessarily. I think all in all, it definitely depends on the level of that disappointment or the level of that betrayal.
1: Right. Yeah. So, okay. So in my friends, and I'm putting finger quote, in my friend's situation, (laughs) What happened was he was supposed to, um, move and he asked a friend, his friend, really good friends. They've been friends for like 30 years. He asked him to help. And as far as the friend knew this, he talked to the friend the night before and he said, cool, I'll be there at around nine, you know, to help you the next morning They hung up, great. Nine o'clock that morning, no friend, no text. He's not responding. He's not answering the calls. And that went on for the next two days. He didn't show up. He didn't send a text. He didn't say anything. And so, of course, my friend who will call Carlos, Carlos was very upset. You know, because he was like, hey, you know, I, I confirmed this with him and he always asked me to do things for him and I'm always there and I never asked him to do anything for me. And this one time I do, he doesn't come through. And so he was really hurt by that. And he was like, I'm tossing the friendship out the door. We're done. It's over, you know. You can't trust people. He was really upset by it. And I was like, well, maybe you're just upset right now. You have a conversation with him, but now, you know, this kind of tells you where your friendship is, you know, and, and not that you won't be friends. You just know how far to go when something like this happens. And so that, that's what made me think of this. Like he felt betrayed because he had been there for him. And then when I, when he asked him to do something, he wasn't there. And so they worked it out, but he, you know, he does know now, eh, maybe you don't need to, you know, expect anything from him. Like, just don't expect it. If he comes through great, but don't expect anything because he probably won't, you know, come through. And so I think that's what happens Because I was in a similar situation, friends with somebody for like 25 years. Um, Her daughter was graduating from, from school. She had come to all my daughter's graduations. Her daughter was graduating from high school. And I was in the, my marriage was falling apart. And she knew that because we were really good friends, whatever. I had a situation. I couldn't go to her daughter's graduation. I apologized to her. I apologized to her daughter. I sent her daughter a gift. I sent some other people to go in my place. And she still stopped speaking to me. And that was her daughter's 26 years old now. And we still haven't spoken much since then. Like... The day of her daughter's graduation, she stopped speaking to me, and that was pretty much it. And so, so I guess you guys felt betrayed. Are
0: cordial, or there's still not a relationship.
1: There's no relationship. We um uh, we we've probably talked on the phone three or four times in those those last what seven eight years. We've probably talked on the phone a, you know, a couple of times. We've um, said we're going to get together because we have mutual friends and we said we were going to get together and that never has really panned out. A couple of times, you know, she's emailed or, you know, sent a text message or something, but no, and I'm, I'm assuming it's because she felt, you know, betrayed or whatever, and she just couldn't come back from that. And I felt really bad about it um, because she had come to all of my daughter's events or whatever. And so I felt like she would understand because of what I was going through at the time. I just we lived in different states and I yeah. just couldn't get, you know, to her daughter's graduation. So I thought that she would understand, you know, I but. Think-
0: As friends, we need, especially good friends, close friends, we have to be sensitive to each other's needs and situations and what's going on at that particular time. And with you being out of state, that brings a different dynamic to it. And I understand her disappointment because obviously she felt like, well, I was always there for her and now the tables are turned. She's not there for me. kind of feel like it's one of those things where you may be in your feelings, And you're disappointed, but you get over it (laughs) and you move on because of the level of friendship. But with Carlos, I think it's completely different because they were both local and whereas you call and you apologize and you followed it up with a gift and you make sure somebody was there in your place, Carlos's friend... Just ignored all phone calls and attempts at contact. So that's a different yep. level of disappointment slash betrayal for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you said, I think it depends on the the friendship because for me and um Tanya when we had that you know, disagreement. And then she just stopped speaking to me. I thought, oh, well, I'll give her a couple of days because of the, you know, the length of our friendship. We have been friends for over 20 years at that time, you know? And so I thought, oh, okay, well, she needs a couple of days to get over it. She does know that prior to this, I have been there for her. She had surgery. I flew down for her surgery and she had back-to-back surgery. She had emergency surgery. I had to come fly. I had just got back into town, had to get right back on the plane and fly back down there because she got sick. I had been there for her, so it wasn't like I had never been there for her. It was just this time I needed a pass because I was going through something and you know, so I thought the level of our friendship would allow her to say, you know what, I'm not going to throw away the whole friendship for this. I'm going to be in my feelings for a little bit and then, you know, I'll call her later. But that never happened. But I feel like if it's just a an associate or, you know, just somebody you hang out with, you know, if you betray me, then you got one time. Like, I'm done because it's, it's not it's no value in it. If I'm, I'm going to do stuff for you and you can't do anything for me, then you know, I I I can let I can let that go. So, I think you're right. It has to do with the level of the friendship and the level of the disappointment. You know, Yeah, so,
0: I I I agree. But do you think that Carlos is going to or will be able to revert back to the level of friendship that they had prior to this?
1: I think that they will. I think that they will because he really cares about him as a friend and they've been friends for so long. And that's the kind of person that he is. Now, for me, the way my petty set up, (laughs) that would let me know how you feel about me as a friend and I don't know. I might be in my feelings for a minute, like I and and that's what I expected my friend to do. I I knew where she was going with it, and I was like, okay, well she's gonna be in her feelings for a minute. She I owe her that, and you know, but she never came back around. But for this, I feel like it's a little different, because, you know, he had confirmed, and then he just went ghost. He for days, not just for that day. But to me that, that's like really letting me down because I I talked to you the night before and you you said to me, Yeah, we're good, you know, everything's and not only was he moving, but he was moving out of town. So he was supposed yeah, to help him and that's,
0: that's what I was just saying. It's, it's a different than well first of all moving is a huge thing in and of itself. But when you add on to the fact that he was going out of town and said friend had agreed to make the trip with him, that just add different layers to it. So if you think this person is going to help you and you have everything planned out and then they don't show up, they don't call, they don't text, they don't answer your calls or your texts, that pretty much throws everything off and you have to alter everything you had scheduled or planned for that move. Yeah.
1: And and it did. It pretty much changed the entire situation, you know, because he thought he had someone to drive, help him drive, and then you don't show up. <laughs> you know, what what to me that says something About our friendship. Because at the very least. You can text me and say. Something came up. I changed my mind. I can't do it. Whatever. But just to leave somebody hanging. And not just that morning. But you never text them back. Carlos had to do the calling.
0: And you you know. know, I am big on communication. And I think I told you. I don't blame friend. For maybe saying. Hey, I love you, ma'am, but I can't make the trip for whatever reason. Okay, that's fine. Right. But you can't come and help load and then be on your way because right. I'm your friend. And even if you couldn't do that because of who we are to one another, a phone call is in place. A phone call is in order to let your friend know that you can't do that. And you know, I was trying to figure out, and I was sitting here thinking, have I ever had a betrayal on that level? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, gosh, I don't know that I have. And for one, I don't ask a lot of people. I don't expect a lot of people. And maybe that kind of cuts back on the betrayal and the Right, disappointment. right. But I don't know that I've had it on that level. I know that there are people that I know in my life that I can depend on and others not so much. So what I do is I have them in departments in my life and people that I know that I can't depend on and I can't come to you like you would like to come to me, then I don't give you what I can't get from you. I I need balance (laughs) in my life. So not saying that I would cut you off or I wouldn't be your friend, but I'm not going to give you my all if I know in return I can't get that from you.
1: Right. And and that makes... That makes sense. And I think, I would hope that Carlos would see that because I feel like he he would have more disappointments with said friend. But I think that because of how he is, he's just going to be open again, you know, to, to whatever, you know. And so-
0: I think that if they're in that place where he's still going to keep this person as a friend then do that but also know in your mind and your heart that this is not somebody that you can depend on that way you are not allowing yourself to be disappointed or put in a bad situation again because you know not to depend on that person and you know what i thought of one (laughs) and it wasn't on that level but i was traveling and a friend was supposed to pick me up from the airport And I was Mm -hmm. getting in like midnight and I got in and I text and I call and nothing. (laughs) I don't like, okay. And maybe half an hour later or something like that. I either got a call or a text that said, Hey, got hung up working. And I'm like, okay, but you couldn't tell me that because you knew that I was getting in at midnight. Like, you knew that my plane was landing at midnight. And I'm not mad that you have to work because, hey, I understand that. We all got to, you know, secure the bag, get our coins or whatever. I get that. My frustration and my disappointment and my, uh, yes, at the time, anger was that I did not get a heads up hey, working right. over, working late, can't make it. And right. then I was it, like, okay, it, no problem. I took an Uber. But you know what? Yeah. After that, I think I may have had another trip or a similar situation and said friend was like, hey, I can pick you up. Nope, I'm good. Because what you won't do is you won't get me in that situation again where I'm out right. here in the middle of the night, or it could be the middle of the day for that matter. But no, I wouldn't ask that friend to pick me up from there or anywhere again because right. you have shown yourself to be unreliable. And again, it's not because something came up and you couldn't pick me up because shit happens. I understand that. It's because I didn't get the common courtesy. Because of... I feel like you knew that. You probably knew that before I took off, before I got on the plane. Right. But I definitely right. felt like when I got off, and I turned my phone on, I should have had a text or a voicemail letting me know that you got held up. And that would have been fine because I would have known I can just get off, go and get an Uber to my destination. But because I'm still thinking you're coming and I'm calling and I'm texting, I'm just saying, okay, caught up in traffic or something is going on. You'll be here. No.
1: Yeah. And, and that could have been remedied by a simple text, like you said, by the time you, while you were boarding, probably knew, or um, while you were on the flight, just send a text. As soon as you got off the flight, we all turn our phones back on and all the messages come through. And... When somebody's picking me up, that's the first thing I look to see is their message, like, are yeah. you close or you know, whatever. So it, it it easily could have been remedied with a text to say, Hey, can't make it, you know, something came up, can I call you later?
0: And then but boom, this is the, you would have got this Uber. is the thing. But then I was unreasonable and I guess a little bit extra because I wouldn't allow that to happen to me again. And and I tried to explain in every way I know how to explain. It's not because you couldn't make it. I promise you that. But it's because I didn't get a heads up. And I, I, I that's not something that I, I don't need that. I don't need that. Because right. that's just common courtesy. That's common courtesy. Right. That's all that is. It's common courtesy.
1: And uh, all the forms of communication we have now... You couldn't get a message to me saying I can't pick you up. You know, like I just I I just don't understand. Like we have a lot of forms of communication. You could you could Facebook Messenger, you could Instagram, you could text, you could leave a voicemail. Like there was a lot of ways. He take two seconds to send a text message to say, can't make it, we'll explain when I call you later. Boom. You know. That's what I felt about Carlos situation said friend could have sent a text saying, Hey, change my mind. Can't make it or Hey, can't travel with you, but I'll come and you know, help you pack, you know, or something and see, like, and
0: the way that I look at it is that would have been a disappointment. Well, I'm disappointed because my friend was supposed to help me, but it turns out that my friend can't help me. That's a disappointment. And you can get over that, but right. no, my friend couldn't help me. And my friend basically ignored me for two or three days, saw me calling and texting and chose not to answer my calls right. or text. That's betrayal.
1: Yes. And you know, it's hurtful when it's somebody that you care about, you know, and you would hope that they feel the same about you, like somebody that you talk to, you know, three or four times a week and you hang out together <clears throat> and, you know, you were probably thinking, oh, we this going to be a cool little, you know, little trip. we going to, you know, hang out on the way down. We're going to hang out on the way back and, you know, he's he's going to really help me do this. And then for nothing, no response. So, you know, for me, I feel like, like you said, the level of friendship, like if we have a real friendship and you betray me, then I feel like probably we will still be friends, but it may, depending on what, what you've done, change the dynamics of our relationship you know like we could still probably hang out and talk and all of that but like you said I will never let you catch me like that again you know like I I just won't let you do that again I know how far to go with you and what to expect from you you know so and maybe that's how my friend felt maybe she felt like you know she 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 couldn't deal with me anymore or whatever. I think it was unfortunate and mainly because up until that one incident, she, I was the giver and she was the taker in the relationship. Because, you know, in some relationships, it's not always balanced. One person yeah. gives and the other person takes sometimes. And I was the giver. I was always there to listen. I was always you know there to do stuff for her and all this kind of stuff and you know I rarely got that in return
0: can I tell you this I have or have had a lot of those friendships where Mm -hmm. and and I'm using the word friendship lightly and I think the older I get the less obligated I feel to those relationships Because I do think that obviously we're going to have some of that in our life, but I'm more in a place now where I need that balance because I can't always be the giver. I can't always have you pulling from me. I need us to level the playing field a little bit. And some people are just not capable of that. And, and I've had some of those people that I have made a conscious decision to, to distance myself from because everything that you're pulling and requesting of me, I can't pull and request any of that from you. So then you right. look at it to what value does this relationship, this friendship, this interaction, what value does this bring to my life? And now I'm at a point where if I'm not getting value from it, what's the point?
1: Right. Well, and and that's, that's later why I felt like, okay, well, you know, I'm all about things happen for a reason and energy and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is the universe telling me that that friendship wasn't any value to you because... I was the giver and she was the taker, but I was okay in that role just because that's the way our friendship had started and went on for 20 years. And I just, you know, was okay. I settled in on that. But when that happened and she let let it go so easy, not even with a conversation because after several months, you know, well, after a month or two, I saw she wasn't going to bounce back. I tried to contact her, you know, and she wouldn't contact me. And then even after like a year, I sent something and said, Hey, I understand why you're upset with me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then I started thinking, wait a minute, what, what am I getting from this? Like, Okay, what what was I getting from the relationship? So maybe the universe was saying, hey, this wasn't something you really needed anyway. You know, so I'm okay with with it now. Um, I feel the same way if I'm not. I feel that way in any relationships. I need to I need to be a value to you and you need to be a value to me. Like in some kind of way. And not all relationships are going to be 50-50. I get that. As I get older, I understand that. Everything's not going to be 50-50. Sometimes you'll give a little more or sometimes you'll give a little more this season. And then next season, you'll get a little more, you know. So I understand that because we go through things and I might need you this time And you might need me next year this time or two years from now. But if I feel like I couldn't get it from you, then I mean, I don't I don't know what what we're doing. You know, I'm I'm too old for that now, like to have a bunch of friends just to have a list of friends. I You know, I need friends with value. And I hope that people feel the same about me, like they just don't have me around just to have a list of friends like I add some sort of value to right. the friendship, you know. So, but anyway, so I just thought that was a good conversation, especially since I saw that little situation play out in real life, like yeah. a little betrayal happen, and um, but you're right, level of friendship, level of disappointment will determine where we go from from here because I think everything um, depends on age now like everything that happens I see a a situation in my over 40 versus under 30 and under like everything looks different over 40 like you can cut stuff off quicker (laughs) you can dismiss a little quicker you know so I just thought that was a good subject to to talk about but now we can get to ratchet recap okay. so i had something to talk about on ratchet recap i was like oh i'm gonna call sonya and ask her i was like nope i'm gonna save it for ratchet Recap <laughs> and see and see what she thinks okay so did you see and you know i love portia did you see that they trying to say that her husband been cheating? and She hired well, a they detective. They're not married. They're
0: not married. Oh, yet. Well,
1: her her <laughs> almost husband, her fiance, that they been that he was cheating and she hired a, a private detective and he been messing with some chick and porn and all kind like what's going on? Okay. Dennis? So no.
0: I did not I saw uh, an article or I think I saw something on YouTube that says Portia and Dennis over. And I just didn't click on it. I'm like, no, I can't. It's it's like, Uh no. And then I was thinking it's probably not true. And then I saw a second one and I was like, okay, I guess it is true. But no, I didn't listen to the video. I didn't look at the video. So she... They're
1: saying that she did hire P.I. Right. So I didn't read and, and I'm kind of on the same wavelength, like, because I was so excited for her that she found the boo and she got the baby and I just wanted yeah, her to so win. I couldn't, it, I couldn't you know.
0: read the article. I, I didn't want to listen. I was yeah, in denial. Like,
1: it was so disappointing. And, you know, I know what people say about reality TV shows and all that. And yes, I do watch them. And, you know, you get semi-invested in characters just like you do on any other TV show that you watch. And I really like Portia. And I think she she comes across as that kind of chick that you could be friends with. You know, like she seems like a regular, just a regular chick. And, And when she was excited about meeting Dennis and then having a baby... I was excited for her because she seems like she's been through a lot as far as relationships. And so when I saw that come across on Thursday, I was like, oh, here we go. Somebody trying to come out with, you know, some bull just because she happy, you know. And then I saw it again yesterday and I didn't watch the video, but I kind of skimmed the article and it said something about she hired a private detective and her she had unfriended him on um social media and his and her family unfriended him and then she you know uh she followed him again but her family didn't and some something about something she posted and so I was like oh my goodness like I just wanted her to be happy like I was just pulling for her like
0: I think that it could possibly blow over. So now, obviously, I'm gonna have to go and read the article and look at the YouTube video. But <laughs> hopefully, yeah, there is it. It's not what it appears to be at this time. And I think I follow her on Instagram, and I haven't really seen uh-huh. anything out of the box there so which i'm if this is true i'm happy that i haven't seen anything because i was thinking when you were talking about portia and the reality show what i've seen from her and and the thing that i'm liking from her is that from the beginning when she got on to this point i think that she has shown a tremendous amount of growth and maturity and I have nothing but respect for that. So if she is going through something or the turmoil or whatever is happening in her relationship, I'm happy that I did not see that on her Instagram or anywhere like that. And, and that was the one thing I did see the video on YouTube, but I didn't look at it but I kind of referenced back to her Instagram and I really didn't see anything where she had posted anything or it didn't appear to be any cryptic posts or pictures or anything like that there. And obviously I don't go to check and see who has unfollowed who or who like that's, that's doing a lot. <laughs> but So right. hopefully it's not as bad as it seems. And, and maybe it's something that they can get past workout or if not just, I hope that she's good.
1: Same here. I just that that just really I was like, wow, I you know, when you just see somebody who really wants a relationship and a family and all that and they get it and it seems like he really loved her. I was just excited for her. to so, so to see that kind of stuff in social media, which whether it's true or not. probably is hard for her anyway because she has a new baby and then having to deal with all of that. I just hope, like you said, that it all works out for her and for the both of them and they can keep it together. And you're right. She I haven't seen a lot of stuff from her. So that is a lot of growth from her. But she has seemed to be like she matured over like the last two years or something like she's made a shift from the Porsche that was on there in the very beginning. So I'm yes. hoping everything works out and hoping that this was all somebody's, you know, evil plot to destroy them and they don't let it destroy them. So hopefully it it's, it's good. So That's all I have for Ratchet Recap. All right, so I guess we'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. If you would like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, please email us at what we like ink at
0: gmail.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at what we like.
1: Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week.
0: Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.